I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cut to the Grace. I hope everyone's having a wonderful week. So I'm very excited for today's episode because I've got my sister, Jocasta Armgill. Hey! Hello, my G. <laughs> I I'm was so just excited. saying, Jcas. I call you Jcas. Was I the first person to call you Jcas? I think you were the per- first person to call me Jcas. Because I remember the reaction. You were like, hmm, like, not hmm. sure about this one. And then you were like, actually. <laughs> I'm cool with this. I don't really have nicknames. So I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not I know. sure about that. What's the one that you don't like? Joe. Hate Joe. I mean, to all the Joes <laughs> out there. I mean, good for you. Love your name. But my You're name is Jocasta, so don't don't call me Jo. Sure. Yeah. I was saying to Jocasta before we started recording that she is one of my most highly requested guests. I can't um, believe that. Yeah. I remember I always ha- had your name pop up when I'd put a thing on Instagram. But also, you know, I do this journaling Zoom thing. Mm. I, I always end up talking about you. And it's because... Um, whenever we speak about like being present and mm. like um, being mindful, noticing your surroundings, not being looking in your phone and stuff, I always, always think back to that moment that we had um, that really nice vegan lunch in Manchester. Yes, yes. And you started chatting to those guys who were doing spoken word. Oh, yeah, and, of course, yes. Yeah, and I always just use you as an example of that. Like, that is just, it's so sad to say, but that was just, like, one of the most uncommon things nowadays yeah. to, like, yeah. reach over to someone someone else's table next to you and be like, what are you doing? I just I just thought it was lovely. Yeah, I mean... That was so sweet. That's all my dad, really. I have to, I have to really? give him props for that. He is... I mean, if you live in West London, you, you've probably spoken to my dad. He is, he will talk to everyone yeah. and anyone. So I think having that yeah. as, as one of my role models definitely mm. encouraged me to be like that. Because, you know, if you're going to take an interest in someone, if someone's doing something that's interesting, what's the worst that's, that's going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get it. Sometimes people are busy. They don't want to chat or whatever, but... To have someone take an interest in you is is nice. And most people will relish in that and be like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll yeah. share. I'll share with you. That's cool. So Yeah, I think... well, I definitely did. And it wasn't even to me. But yeah. um, I can imagine you, like, doing it on, like, a tube or a bus or something like L- that Literally well. everywhere. Oh, yeah. I, I love talking to people. People are interesting. And there are yeah. lots of people out there. I talk, And that, that is people. one of the best things about having a dog. Because everyone speaks oh. to you. I'm like, Honestly, hey! Yeah, my friend, my my mum said to my friend Alex, she was like, you need to get yourself a dog if you want a boyfriend because <laughs> honestly, you would chat to people everywhere. And like, even if, like, it always starts with like, oh, what breed are they? Oh, they're a Pujon. What breed are they? Like, oh, 
like have, have they I don't know been spayed yet <laughs> something like that and um and then it just gets on to like a conversation of yeah. something else and it's yeah, so nice it's, it is nice it is nice how is Aww. Luna she's good she's she's still asleep <laughs> she's so lazy she's still yeah. in bed um but yeah no she's great she's been like the best thing about about lockdown really oh, just getting 100%. out every day with her has been just the best yeah same as Bonnie yeah and really exploring as well because I think if I didn't have her I would still go out I'd maybe go on a run or a walk or whatever just to my local park but because of Luna I want to explore different places and you know Mm. find these hidden gems in London which is like so amazing Mm. like literally in Sydenham there's a woods and like you'd never think it was there but it's so gorgeous you know and it's not far from my house at all Oh, I love that. Yeah, so um, it, that's been really fun. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, basically, I have a little mini-series on my podcast called Gratitude with Grace, mm-hmm. where I ask my guests five things they're grateful for today. Um, so, hit us up. What are your Gratitude with Graces? Okay. Well, we've already spoke about Luna. I think I am very grateful for her right now. That yeah. unconditional dog love. You know what I mean? you just got to love her, haven't you? Um, two, I am grateful for family. Um, even though I'm not with them and I haven't seen them in such a long time. I recently just had a birthday. And I mean, Grace, you could probably see, but... I mean, you guys can't, but I've got all my cards up for my birthday. And it's the first time I've really, really appreciated getting cards. Bear in mind, I mean, my family know this about me, but I am the worst at sending cards. Like, the worst. It will arrive a week late if it arrives at all. I mean, the love is there. I'm just terrible at it. But I really appreciated it this this year and I kind of really felt loved and I felt, God, people, you know, gone out of their way to send me a card, which seems like such a small thing, but it's so easily forgotten. That oh, I yeah. Thought, you know, yeah. I, I really appreciated oh. that. So kind of, okay, well, my friends and family, but hey, my cards, my birthday cards, I appreciate that. Um, that's only two, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm taking a long time with this. Well, you can, you can say family and cards. Okay, all right, that's, that's three, cute. Um, I have to say the dry, because it's been raining recently, so just like non-rain has been cute, just like today, yesterday. Yesterday was rain. a really mild day, and I really enjoyed myself. We went yeah. out, we went out for a really big, long walk. I was outdoors so much yesterday, and it was really nice. Um, mm. and I didn't have wet feet and that was a joy. So that, um, and last but not least, I've got to say coffee cause I'm holding one in my hand and it just yeah. makes me really happy. Do you know what? They were lovely by the way. Love Thanks. them. Nice, all nice little, like big ones, small ones, nice little yeah. varied mix. Um, and I just need to recommend the hazelnut milk. Have you ever had hazelnut milk in a coffee? I love hazelnut milk. It's a game changer. So good. Actual I game changer. I froth it up. I put it oh, in the microwave. Nice. I froth it up and then I put my coffee in. Nice. Very yeah. nice. It's really good. And if you add a bit of um, like either dark chocolate or a bit of cacao powder, it tastes like 
uh, Nutella coffee. Mm-mm, yes, good. I'm going to try that one. Um, yeah. Uh, so thank you for them. They were lovely. Um, so me and Jocasta, if anyone doesn't know, we are currently in Anne Juliet. Um, well, say currently. <laughs> It's been a while. It's been, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> um, I actually have a question for you because I'm such a goldfish. But the other day on like a Zoom thing, I was asked if um, we had us ensemble girls, like what our like favourite, my favourite memory was. And obviously like our, our, us as an ensemble girls, like we are just the perfect mix of, we always say like we all bring our own little spice to mm. the dressing room and we just it's just perfect and like obviously we're going to welcome our new cast member with open arms but we're gonna miss danielle so much yeah. Dee, if you're listening oh God, we yeah. love you we love you i was basically trying to think of a memory that was like pg <laughs> Um, that wasn't that wasn't sure. like I don't know running around naked and being weird. They are my favorite ones, of, though. Yeah, same. And that's Do you what, know I what I think mean? about when I think of you, lot. It literally is. And for anyone out there, I I can't even begin to explain the kind of madness that happens in the girls' dressing room. Yes, um, it is actually just crazy, but really joyful as well. Like there's yeah. One thing I love about our room is we're all so comfortable with each other. We're not mm. afraid to be silly, to look stupid. Like, we literally have rapping challenges and none of us can rap. <laughs> but, like, you know, see how that goes. You mm. A song comes on that you're just feeling, you're half naked, it's fine. You get on the <laughs> desk, you have a dance. Like, who cares? Like, we're all so free. And that is, that's a really special thing. Yeah, I feel like we're very much all or nothing kind of girls. Like, even when yeah. we play double, like, someone will probably, like, you know, get personally offended that they lose a double and then, like, have a really bad act two because of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. I'm such a sore loser. I'm like, I didn't yeah. win a double. No. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess they are, they are the best ones, aren't they? Um, I think so. I mean... They are. They're the ones that like make put a smile on my face when I think about them. Yeah. I just miss the show. I really do miss it at the moment. I really yeah. just miss theatre. Um oh another memory that's just come into my head. That that Anne debut. That was nearly a year ago. Oh this my month. That was nearly a year ago. That was crazy. That was now, so I remember, funny. So Jocasta went on as Anne, her her second cover bless before Kirsty, and also without doing was it had you done a dress rehearsal I had no I hadn't done a oh no I don't think I had done a dress because then they rushed the dress afterwards yeah shall we just speak through that whole moment because I, remember, I did not want to come near you like I'm very good at assessing situations from afar and I could see that you had hands on hips you were standing by the door and everyone was fussed over you you're like Unless something has been confirmed, I'm yeah. not going to react. And because you had your hands on your hips, and I was there like, right, don't say anything to Jocasta. She's in because her Because I snapped moment. at Chris Parkinson, because he, you? who you've had on, on the podcast before, um, yeah, because he came up to me really excited, like, as you would be, like, totally yeah. getting it. He was like, baby, going on, da, da, da. And I was like, unless someone tells me I'm officially going on, just get away. <laughs> because I just didn't, 
the thing is, when you're thrown into that situation, it is stressful. And I didn't yeah. want to put myself in um, in a place of stress before I needed to. When yeah. I knew officially I was going on, then I can go, right, okay, I need A, B and C. But until that moment, I just wanted just to assess the situation. Yeah. But oh, and that was what, so what good. What actually happened for you in that in that moment? Like, what is that like? just for a listener to be thrown on mid-show when you're already on stage because I was on Juliet give honours Juliet given it since you've been gone well it was when um she missed one of her cues that I thought that's unlike Cassidy something must be yes. actually wrong for her to not be there to to give the invitation so I thought oh okay that that's not good um and we came off and I just felt hot like like hot sweats I was like, okay, this is okay, this is cool, we can do this, that's fine. Um, and then when I found out exactly, the first thing I did was grab Ollie and I said, you, in my dressing room, in like two minutes, there was like um, Jackie uh, from Wigs, there was wardrobe there. And I just said, they like, do you want to go to Cassidy's room? I said, no, come to the girls' room. Everyone was in there. I was getting changed, running lines with Ollie. Um, it was it was very, very cool. Like it was, everyone yeah. stayed really calm. I just kind of said exactly what I needed. And then we just sort of did it. And before we went on, Ollie turned to me. I can't even remember what he said, but I remember it really calming me down. And it was just like, it's cool. Like it's just, it's just playtime. And I was like, do you know what? I know this, I've got it. This is, this is going to be fine. You know, yeah. I just have to trust myself. And you know, that was that. And it's that weird moment, because I remember for both of us, with, with our mid-show throw-ons, I remember it happening for you as well. Um, our first entries were quiet, dramatic scenes. Mm, so yours was yeah. when you walk on, you're like, I hope you're something with yourself. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And then mine was when I walk on before... Um, one more try or something. So they're both quiet. Yeah. They're not big numbers. And you hear, you hear the hub, hub, hub in the audience going, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, yeah. look like that one. She, oh, she's yeah. that long. And she's a... It is awful because I feel like when you're on stage, your your senses and your hearing gets like ranked up as like a notch. Yeah. That's why we hear everything that people do in the audience, coughing, sneezing, talking, everything. And when you hear like everyone whispering in a scene, it is so stressful like it's, what was it's that hard. like it, it it was hard it definitely was hard but by the end of it I felt like I had them on my side and oh, then you had, yeah 100% like having that feeling makes such such a massive difference and you yeah. know actually I'm grateful for the fact that I look so I don't look like Cassidy at all, you know, so mm, it's not yes. kind of, is that her? Isn't that her? Like, what's going yeah. on? You know, it was a clear, oh, this is a different actor. Like, I don't okay. think either of us could look less like Cassidy. Less like... <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know. So yeah. funny. It was like one of the outfits as well, like, because Cassidy's a lot shorter than I am. Um, and my bottom is larger. Um, and one of the, <laughs> outfits I was wearing and someone was like oh I never knew she wore jeans under that and I was like yeah it's just trousers and a skirt yeah, but because Cassidy's shorter it, you know and and you know petite the skirt kind of closes and it just looks like a skirt yeah. so um yeah I mean but it was hard but by the end of it I knew I had them on my side and yeah. like and all of us it, as well yeah you know and by the end of like her big sort of ballad 
when people stood up, I was like, oh, okay. Okay, this is this is going to be one to remember for like the rest of my life. This is a yeah. moment to remember. I just got goosebumps. It was, yeah. Oh, God, it was amazing. I'll never forget it. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, so basically, when I bring my bring my guests on, who are the majority are all just my good mates, um, <laughs> I always like to like to speak to them about like what what comes into my head when I think of their name. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm lucky enough to have you as one of my colleagues. We just spoke about that. Blah blah blah. Um, but also, the other thing that comes into my head is like body love, health, with all your mad juices that you make <laughs> <laughs> um like confidence and that kind of self-respect and I had my um my friend Ian Stroy on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and the majority of our podcast was about self-respect and how confidence isn't isn't always like arrogance it's yeah walking into yeah. a room and having that kind of presence that like I yeah. am here I am giving you my focus and yeah. you feel comfortable around that person to be yourself. Um, and I feel like that's why, you know, because, honey, I saw you in shows when I was in drama school. I was fangirling <laughs> over you before I even knew you. Like, JKS <laughs> has been around for a long time. Um, nonstop. And I, but I, I do really think, obviously, you're mega talented. But that is 100% must play a part in the reason you've just nonstop works because... You have you are an asset to a company because of that. Yeah, I think you bring into a room. I mean, I hope so. I really uh, like honestly. I say this to people all the time. Like when you know I go speak in schools or whatever, and I get asked, you know, what what should you do in an audition? I always say, just be yourself. Because at the end of the day, you know, you are going to be working with these people. They they're going to want to work with you. Um, yeah. So I always just try and be myself and be the sort of nicest, nicest version of myself, but it, the honest version. Like I would never, yeah. I would never ham something up just to just to try and seem seem a certain way because you can't you can't keep that up if you're gonna yeah pretend I, that I, you I, have a certain personality. You're not gonna be able to keep that up for a whole job. Yeah. Like, so yeah. just just be just be yourself. You know. Yeah. It's, it's and important. I think that is definitely a quality that you and um, Mel LeBarry share. That yeah. thing of being like, everyone wants to be with you. Everyone wants you in their company, in their room. But no one's going to get on the wrong side of either of you. Like, because you don't take shit. Yeah, no, no. I, I like to think, well, I don't. And I think that's so important as well, because... I I mean, it's taken me a long time and, you know, we all have our own issues and Lord knows I have mine, you know. Um, but something I have, you know, kept working towards is like self-love, self-respect. And I don't, I don't treat anyone the way I wouldn't want to be treated. And I don't expect you to treat me any other way. Like, yeah. don't, don't disrespect me, you know, if you want to have a comp- like, let let's discuss. It doesn't mean you can't disagree with me or tell me to do something, but there is, there has to be an element of respect there because otherwise, what are we doing? Like, mm, you know, that. I would talk, I would treat you like that. So don't don't treat me like that, and I won't accept that. Yeah, and being um, open to someone disagreeing with you is something I'm yeah, really trying to learn. Absolutely, and understanding that you're not. I think we all talk about like. Um, 
you know, you've got to be yourself, be confident. And sometimes that isn't the case. Like I always think about um, one of my most loved jobs, which was Chicago at the Leicester Curve. Mm-hmm. And um, I got that job on hopes and prayers. Let me tell you that. <laughs> like, honestly, I actually don't know how that happened. Um, oh, I, no, no, honestly, because I went into the audition room and there was kind of, you know, your ZZ Stralins and your Annabelle Katai's and, yeah. you know, there was Lucinda Lawrence and they all had legs for days. And I was just sort of like, you know, much curvier than everyone else there. Um, much, much less confident, honestly. Like, you could see it, the fire in people's eyes. And I just thought to myself, God, I really want this job. So let's just, let's just, I'm just going to fake it. Just going to fake it. And I did, and I I managed to book the job. And in rehearsals, we had three weeks of rehearsals, and it was all new choreography. So Drew Drew was creating, yeah, yeah, Drew McConey, um, and Drew was creating it from scratch and using us as you know great choreographers and directors do. They use the the people that they have in the room, and you know these people were amazing. Like, and I I was totally like stressing out because they were people that I had seen I knew about and I was like oh my god I mean they're in a different league to me you know they're ballet trained and you know whatever anyway so we were throwing ideas out there of course these you know people were throwing developes and you know quadruple turns and leaps and just shit I could not do and then you know there were certain grooves and certain like things that I would throw in there and to me, that was just natural. That was easy. And maybe it didn't look quite the same on other people. And I thought, oh, actually, I have something that they don't have. They have something I don't have. And I have something they don't have. And actually, if we can marry it and and I just stay true to who I am, try my best in the things I'm not so good at and work on that, but put forward the things I can do with confidence and fire, we can come up with something amazing. And... Like this, it's just the tiniest thing, but a move I I created and was used in the beginning, Drew then transferred it to the end and everyone did it. And I, that gave me so much confidence. I was like, he's using my move. Was and it everyone's doing. Of course it was something with hips. <laughs> What's that, that step you do with the legs? <laughs> oh, I love, love a little <laughs> shimmy. <Yeah. laughs> but it gave me so much confidence. Yeah. And it's so funny because I spoke to Drew years later um, about the whole process. And I was saying how, you know, you know, stressed I was in the beginning. And he was like, I just didn't get that at all ever from you. <gasps> really? You know, and that's, it, that blows my mind. So, yeah. you know, it is a case of understand that we're not, we're not perfect. We're not you know, whole rounded, but you can work on things and the things you do have, no one else has them. So you've got to push that and the rest of it, we're working on it. It's cool. It's going to come. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I, you know, by the end of it, I didn't look any different doing the, the kicks and the, the other stuff that I was really stressed about because I was like, okay, cool. I I just need a little hour extra in the rehearsal room. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, that's going to be okay because I'm willing to put that work in. Yeah. So yeah. That is an amazing oh. story. It was and and still to this day that was like one of my favorite jobs because it taught me a lot about what kind of performer I am and what kind of worker I am. Yeah. 
You yeah. Know? I feel similarly with um, Anne Juliet, that kind of... Yeah. Because, like, me and Danielle, obviously, we've been besties since GSA. And when we booked the job, we were both like, oh, it's going to be so cool because it's going to be like... It's gonna be like wicked. So there'll be that the singer ensemble covers, <laughs> and then there'll be the dancers. And like, because we we uh-huh. heard about the people who were doing it. No, honey, I'll give it a boom boom cat at the front. And <laughs> I was freaking out, and then having to go to six every night and going to the girls, being like, I cannot do this choreography. I had like them all helping me with like where my hips are, and my grooves and stuff. I yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. a robot, and I was just like there is nothing I can do about this apart from do my best, do that mm. freaking lift with Alex Tranter, let them realize that that's <laughs> not my thing. And then, but it wasn't oh, until- Oh, do you remember like, when they were lifting on Juliet? Do you remember when I was on Alex's shoulder and back flipped <laughs> off of it? Oh, what? Anyway, but so it wasn't until, funny. it wasn't until like I had to learn the hard way because it was, I was really, really stressing about it, all of those moves. And it wasn't until we obviously got through the workshop, I was like, oh my gosh, I have three months until the beginning of rehearsals to learn how to dance. Um, and then we did, do you remember the whole one more try um, break dancing Break dancing, saga? yes, yes, I do. I just remember just being like, I just gave up. I didn't give up, but my face gave up. Let's just say that. Mm. I was not, I, I like the thought of break dancing in a tutu at the front on a West End stage, like, was, like, my limit. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's don't it. Worry that's, about... that's, that's, that's the limit. That's yeah. done. Popping, locking, waving. I'll fake it till I make it. Break dancing in tutu at the front on the Western stage. I was like, this isn't going to happen. And do you remember Luke pulled me aside and was like, are you okay? Because no. I could just tell that the break dancing, like, wasn't happening. And I just felt so bad because I was like, if I just put my hand up and said, I'm so sorry, but can you move me to the back? Can I, like not do this section because it wasn't happening mm. I probably would have felt better about it but then yeah. I then yeah. found out that I really wasn't giving anything away about how I felt about it I mean oh, but then, oh yeah that was that was funny that was a moment a whole moment it was but, a moment. you know and I think I mean not many I mean Mel had worked with Luke before I'd worked with Luke before there'd been a few but I now know after working with him again, and I, I really trust him. Like, oh my God, same. He's incredible. He's got a really wonderful vision and he wouldn't have let anything, anything go in where we didn't look yeah. great, you know. But it was just hard when we're exploring and playing and someone's asking you to do something that's like way outside of your comfort zone, like mm. down to M1, other side of the country, outside of your comfort <laughs> yeah. zone. Um, <laughs> and and you're like, okay, sure, I'll, I'll give breakdancing a go. Good, good. <laughs> you know, it's hard to kind of get on board with that. I know, but yeah, no, I did. I did really trust him, and you know, I I loved. That was one of my favorite parts about the process was trying different things. And like now, yeah. now what? Like thinking back, like thinking back to all those things we tried, the sticks, mm. like the mashups that just never made it it's so just like, never made it in this this we will be that original cast that went through that forever now and it's like yeah so amazing to think about it like that it is it really is a, a very special experience because to create something brand new I mean 
I've done things that have been original West End companies, but it's mm. still already a formula. Mm. Like Dreamgirls was an original cast, but it had already been marked out. You know, it, yeah. it was already a, a, an entity. Whereas Anne Juliet, we literally created it. Like, yeah, I remember when you and Dills had a massive scene at the beginning. Like, how long was that oh scene at gosh. the beginning? Oh, it's like that got that was cut. crazy. <laughs> I remember getting the script and being like, who are these characters? I know, like, why are Grace and Dills <laughs> opening the show? But then me and Dills are like, yes. I know, I know. I know. Do you remember when I had all of the lines and Ivan had none? Oh, They're yeah. like, go away for a few weeks and oh, it all gets split. I'd never oh, be yeah. more livid. I loved mute Lord Capula. I loved him mute. <laughs> Ivan probably did as well. <laughs> yeah <laughs> showed the real oh, dynamic know. of the of the capulets yeah um sorry going back to what we were talking about with the whole uh not taking bullshit confidence mm. my next question was actually has that always come naturally but you mentioned it took you like a long long time to gain that yeah respect yeah no was there anything I was actually... specific that you could think of apart from obviously Chicago in terms of you as a person. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakker. 
Yeah. Like that was really unnatural to me. Mm. Um, and yeah, just saying sorry was my thing. I used to just do it all the time. Like yeah. open a door, someone's there. Oh, sorry. Like, why are you sorry? Yeah. yeah. You haven't I done anything. You haven't done anything, you know. So yeah, I, I, I definitely made that promise to myself. And I think that was in about, that was about college, just after college, maybe. Um, of drama school and I I went away my first job was Blues Brothers mm. and it was amazing it took me out for three years and in hindsight maybe I shouldn't have taken that amount of time to do that job but it took me around the world I did an American tour yeah. went to Brazil we did all of Europe amazing. like it, it really was incredible and I was the youngest in the company and it was just like a really wonderful, wonderful experience. I did it with a few different girls. I met a guy on the job. So I was sort of touring around with my partner, which was amazing. And I had a few different girls, some which were like um, like really good girls and I loved. And then some which I had a bit, there was a bit of a tension there. Now there's not, I actually, you know, I'm sure if I, I saw her, well, I say not long ago, it was way before the pandemic. So now over a year ago, mm. um, but, and we like stopped, had a massive chat. It was, it was lovely, but that taught me a lot about myself and how I needed to stick up for myself and, and stop being so apologetic. Don't be a wet blanket. Like mm. you're good. You're here for a reason, you know, and being away from home for that long, I think, not saying that that's the way forward, but for me, it was, I got what I wanted. I got to be self-sufficient and it made me realise I love my family. I love, I love my friends. I love asking them for things. I love saying, come out to my house and let me cook for you all. Yeah. You know, not that I can do that now, but yeah. like, I love being a mama bear and I always have. Yeah. But I, you know, it just took that being taken away for me to realise that. So that was definitely a big turning point for me. Yeah, definitely. And thinking about, like, I definitely went through the sorry phase, like, when I was at school, saying sorry for everything. But something I'm tr I'm going through now that, like, honestly, if you listen back to my podcast and take a shot every time Grace says, do you know what I mean? I say, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you will be absolutely, <laughs> like, smashed. Like, I say, do you know what I mean, after everything and I'm trying so hard but and it's not even that it's even that bad I guess you know do you know what I mean is like very different to apologizing mm. but mm. it's I'm just constantly looking for that validation that I'm saying the right thing yeah. and because yeah 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 that's a huge thing about like my podcast is I just chat to my friends on zoom and I forget about this microphone in front of me yeah, and then yeah. I upload it and then I'm just like wow, that's a really vulnerable conversation that I've just had that I've just put on for like the whole world to listen to. Not the whole world, no, yeah. not that the whole world listens, but you know, people were listening and I'm like, have I said everything right? And so sometimes when I think about that, I'm, I'm always clocking myself going, do you know what I mean? And like when I'm teaching as well, even though I really, mm. I would really believe in the feedback I give. Like I don't give feedback willy yeah. nilly. I, I'll say like oh could you do it kind of like this and this and this do you know what I mean and I'm like just give the feedback Grace just so, give the feedback um so that's something I'm trying to trying to work on but how did you yeah 
How did you stop that? How did you practically stop yourself from doing that, apologising all the time? Um, I mean, I have... I've never had, like, traditional vices. Like, not traditional, but you're, like, average. I never really was, like, a party animal or whatever. I am a workaholic. Like, that's my thing. Um... And I definitely, it, I mean, I, it's something I'm still working on. Mm. Like, I, there's still part of me that has, like, imposter syndrome. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, it's still in, in me. And, he, like, it, they are deep-rooted foundations um, that it takes a long time to, to kind of sort that out. And I was thinking the other day, like, I was talking to my partner because I was, you know, very fortunate and I managed to buy my flat. Actually, I take that back. I worked really hard to buy my flat. Yeah. And, like, Damn that was hard. one of my work things. Like, I set these goals and I was like, I'm striving towards these goals. And as long as I have a goal, as long as I have a purpose, I am meaningful. And then I remember maybe seven months after having my flat, I was like, oh, okay, well, I have this now. Am I, am I still, do I still have that purpose right. I had work to focus on you know and this year like honestly Grace this year being off has been so good for me oh, because so, yeah. I've I've been so lucky like I'm not I'm not taking it for granted I've been mm. so lucky you know whenever I've been out of work I've had I've known a job is coming up so I've had a goal yeah I've never just been out of work just for the sake of you know just like with no idea of what's happening in the future but having that through 2020 and now in 2021 it's made me realize you know I am I am still worthy I'm I'm still valued and I'm and I'm working hard even though I didn't do anything today yeah that's okay yesterday I went for a run and today I ain't going for one and that's also okay because that is what my mind, body, and soul need, and that's that's validation enough. Yeah. So this this year has been very good for that. Yeah. And I've learned a lot about myself in in that sense. So the answer is there wasn't a point. It's still going on. Yeah, definitely. And <laughs> there was no turning point. It's still still being worked on. Yeah. And would you say like talking about your goals and stuff, whether they're financial, personal, growth goals? Do you think it's better to live your life with a goal or do you think it's better to just take each day? How, what, how, which one do you thrive better on? I, I personally, and my personality type, I thrive better with a goal. Mm. It gives me... It gives me the freedom to be free. Mm. Like having, knowing that I am like working towards something allows me to procrastinate, if that makes any sense. When keep I going, have nothing. Keep going. I'm, I'll get on your train yeah. in a minute. I'm nearly there. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so when I'm like, like I have these things set out of, you know, I want to achieve this. I'm working towards this. Whether it be something silly like a headstand or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just them little things. Every day I'm going to work towards that. Ten minutes. It allows me for the rest of the day to be like, okay, cool. I've worked towards that. So now 
I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go here. Do you know what? I fancy, you know, doing this or cooking this or it allows me to have freedom. Yeah. Whereas, and I totally envy it as well. The like people that can just, just fly free and be like, I'm just living my life Mm. and I'm, you know, I, you know, whatever. I would panic in that situation. Like it, it sends me a bit like, oh, there's so much that I, well, I could do this or I could do that or I could, you know, it sends me a bit crazy. We're just these small little goals or big ones. Like the house was a long ongoing, like couple of years, you know, I kind of had the goal of buying my flat. Just knowing that each month I'm putting a little bit away into my savings allowed me to spend my money on things that I really enjoy, but because I know that I put some away there. Yeah. Whereas if I didn't do that, I probably I probably wouldn't have gone on that holiday or or take a spontaneous weekend away to Wales or you know bought some roller skates for the sake of buying roller skates. Did you know? You? Do you know what I mean? No, I bought a skateboard. I didn't want to say skateboard because it's. I bought a longboard. Why did and you? And I actually really enjoy it. I don't know. I feel like that's what ten-year-old boys have. But hey, I'm a grown-ass woman with a longboard. Yeah, what are you gonna do about longboard it? Longboards okay? are longboards are for everyone. I love a bit of skateboarding. Yeah. I wish I could do. You it. know, um, I'm yeah. terrible at it. And literally, I go around the park and I can go maybe a metre at a time. But while I'm there, I, it's amazing. I love, I love it. That. It's so good. You're going to get good at it. I know you are. I'm going to get good at it. The other day, I sat down on it and mushed Luna. We didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, run, Luna, run. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's brilliant. Um, that's really interesting, what you're, what you're saying there. And I never actually thought of it like that because in my head like big goals I've tried it all the time like making mood boards of like my dream life that right now Mm. I cannot work towards because we're in a pandemic there's nothing going on but actually I kind of can like even just like doing this podcast I'm getting better at what I enjoy I'm doing things that put myself out there that is working towards my goal, even though I just yeah, do this because 100%. I enjoy it. This is just me having a chat with a friend. You know, it's still, without me even thinking about it, me working towards my goal. And financially, just because I know that you are the property ladder queen, you're so into it. <laughs> I like thinking about like financial goals. I do have like a direct thing that takes money out of my account into my savings every month. And that is actually me yeah. working towards my goal. But I, I of can live freely without even doing anything because I know that that mm. is happening. And as long as I'm obviously you yeah. know, doing the odd workshop, keeping the money coming in, I don't need to worry about me going, oh my gosh, I haven't put money into my savings because of... Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, And just small, like, I, a girl, um, uh, amazing singer actor called andrea laxton who i did ghost with in asia mm. we used to go running all the time she's american and you know she got call it when i was doing track i'd be like <laughs> yeah right, whatever we're just going for a run do you know what i mean <laughs> but she was like my track coach used to say like don't stop if you're going to slow down walk yeah like just don't stop you know so now when i go for a run and i feel like oh, i can't breathe I just, I walk, I make sure I do not stop. And I, I just try and adapt that to life. Yeah. 
just just don't stop just just walk and that's okay like because you're still you're still moving in the right direction yeah just a little bit slower and that's absolutely fine yeah i remember actually like in in work and at drama school i would work myself to exhaustion and then get ill work myself to exhaustion and then mm. get ill or i'd and every time i had a holiday i'd get ill or i'd have a bad back pain because my body would stop and just go into break into shutdown mode and that is probably why like because i i didn't take the breaks that i should have i just went okay it's done yeah. and like i worked too hard it's kind of like i sprinted mm -hmm. and then just stopped instead of yeah. running or jogging and then walking that is so interesting i really like yeah. that and even especially in like a pandemic as well when you feel like you can't do anything like even if you're mm. the money like going back to a financial look on it even if you were putting way more money before the pandemic into your savings even if you put a pound into your savings every month it's still something going in yeah exactly that is really good exactly all, oh, i'm getting all the quotes <laughs> you're like maya yes. i feel like maya's like this whenever <laughs> i talk to maya she just comes out with a quote <laughs> i'm just like yeah <laughs> love her so much um, yeah i really love that that is just great I'm going to take all these and write these Good. down, actually. Um, let's speak about this thing that's happening. Because um, I feel like you have been, like, if, even just what you're saying then, you've been a great example of, like, using the time wisely, but also looking at it as being a good time to, like, take time for your mind, mm. body, and spirit. How have you found this time, and what has helped you stay motivated towards your goals um obviously you've done you just did panto uh and rent yeah. which was incredible oh my oh, gosh thanks. if you missed it i just sorry r.i.p but um <laughs> sorry for like yeah, in the time that you had off from them what kind of things have helped you with your mental health and what kind of things have you done to see the light at the end okay um well i'm gonna kind of split it in half so the first the first half of the pandemic like the very beginning i i dealt with it surprisingly well mm. like i like as i said i've i've been very lucky and i have worked fairly consistently and if i haven't been in work i have done so i've been on the hustle I've been on the grind, you know, doing whatever it is I needed to do. And I, I really embraced um, relaxing and like taking time for myself and running. I got really into running, um, not, f not for a fitness perspective, um, which was such a, a welcome relief. Because normally when I run, it's because, right... 10k today, boom, 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 I need to train for something. Well, I was just running because I, I really enjoy running, actually. Mm. And I was going outside and then I would stop and I would kind of look around and then I'd sit on a bench for a bit and watch the world go by. Then I'd carry on running. Wow. And it was it was cute. And sorry to, sorry to interrupt, but in terms of like relaxing, from from one workaholic to another, how, 
Mm. <laughs> how do you relax? <laughs> but um, how did you do Boy, that? Tell me, tell yeah, me. Did you find that um, easy? I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I, I relax in doing things. So, like, I like painting my nails. Something I've got oh, quite yeah. into. Where I never, <laughs> I never was into that before. That's been so quite cute. enjoyable. I. This is gonna. I'm gonna sound like such an old lady. No, I love it. I've got really into cleaning. Oh yeah. Like I like cleaning. Yeah. I like cleaning because you know I can just everything at the end of it. It's like my mind. I clean everything and then it's calm and it all just looks nice. Yeah. And I'm just happy. Tidy space, tidy mind. You know. Tidy space, tidy mind, and that's and not cleaning frantically. Just like taking my time, having a Hoover, like it. That weirdly has been lovely um I've got quite it I know you are massively into this but I am not I was uh like my beauty regime mm. I've got quite into that recently skincare and um I've yeah skincare I've always been into hair mm. like I've always taken care of my hair you know p doing my plaits before bed putting treatments in oils whatever but skin I was like a soap and water girl yeah like just bit of soap, some water, boom, I'm done. I whatever. remember having a conversation with you. Like everything you say to me sticks, you know. Um, you <laughs> you said to me something like in oh, I was in the dressing room and it really made me go through every product I own to check the ingredients. It was like your skin is the most absorbent, most absorbent organ in your that body. Was it. So when you put. When you put this rubbish on your skin, not, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know any brands, but if you put this rubbish on your skin, it absorbs straight in yeah. and it goes into your body. So like for me, I am just a sheer butter or coconut yeah. oil. Boom, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But I have enjoyed looking up different brands, seeing what's in them, taking a bit more care over my face in particular, mm. like making some stuff. I've quite enjoyed that recently. But not pushed. Like, I'm not pushing myself to do it. You know, it is when I want to. Massaging. I know Danielle's really into oh, this. Yeah. Danielle Fiamania. But, like, doing the face... Yeah, the massage and, you know, face gym or whatever it's called. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing, but it makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. that that's kind of what I'm doing at the moment to relax, which is nice. Okay, that's nice. Um, Yeah, I, I'll never forget when... You, you said that to me and I really thought about it. I was like, oh my God, I use this moisturizer and it might have this in it. But everything I was using was pretty much Lizelle, which was fine. But oh, now good. it's really made me mindful of like checking ingredients and stuff because there is some yeah. mad stuff in like moisturizers yeah. and makeups and tans and stuff that I don't even know, like some of the ingredients, how they're even legal <laughs> to sell. Yeah. It's crazy. That's, that's, it is, it is. And I always, I mean, if there's too many things I can't pronounce on there, then it ain't, yeah. it ain't going anywhere near me. Yeah. Just no thank you, bye. If, you, if there's words that you have no idea what it is, like, just be careful. And, like, we're not, you know, we're not being devils right now. Do not eat this, do not put this on your skin. But especially if you have sensitive skin, I don't know about you, but I've got really sensitive skin. Mm. Just, just take it, just use this time to have a little look at what's in this stuff you're, yeah. you're putting on and be mindful about it and then make that decision for yourself. Is this what exactly, you want Exactly, yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be the most expensive thing. Like, I've been, a little tip, okay, I've been making some cream and it's it's like cheap, just like coconut oil, 
some shea butter and you can like literally i use a tiny bit of it and then it goes back in the drawer boil it down with some essential oils that i love and then put it in a in like a separate tub in the fridge let it set again and it's so good it's like you know how shea butter is quite hard yeah it's like creamy like mm. and it's just and I, I know what's gone in there yeah like i know what's in it and it feels good it smells exactly how i want it to smell you know i love it it's great love that Selling now. <laughs> yeah, no, get on the Etsy shop, girl. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's been so lovely to have you on. We're going to finish with some um, quick fire questions. But um, okay. before we do, what what's like, obviously, Pandemic Insight, we're going to be going back to Ju- and Juliet, but what is the dream right now? What's the goal? What's the What are you striving towards in your current situation? And this can be anything. <sighs> I am, God, I th- I find that such a loaded question right now. Like, I just want to be happy. Yeah. I want to be fulfilled and happy. And it's, uh, I don't, I don't know what that is going to entail. I, I feel happy right now. Um, there are lots of things I would like, like I would like, you know, that dream job where I'm pushed and, people see it and really recognize it but then does does that matter like Mm. as long as I'm doing something that I really am loving does it matter if people recognize it or see it I don't know you know would that be for yourself or external for others yeah because for me a dream has always been to get an Olivier I would love an Olivier but but really what I want is is a job where I'm I'm pushed and I feel 100% committed to it and in it and and I can really tell a story wholeheartedly. Yeah. So I don't actually know. <laughs> like, and also I would like to, um, another on a, you know, on a different road, I really want to get into property management. You know, Hells I would yeah. like to, yeah, I'd like to get on the ladder, have a few properties and do them up and, and stuff and, you know, I'm excited about that like and I've kind of been thinking about that very recently and you know I'm I've been spending a lot of time focusing on that and you know that's something I would like to achieve in the next year is maybe to to get a second property and and build that side of my brain and business and Mm. start building that empire I don't know yeah no I I love I didn't answer that very well at all oh my god you answered it perfectly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, honestly, that is exactly like because you you've already achieved so much, and in terms of like self and against career, but also kind of with career as well. Like you literally said it yourself. If you are able to tell a story, yeah. connect with an audience, like make someone feel represented as well yeah. is a huge thing for me. I don't know about 100%. you, but when I feel when someone tells me that they feel represented through me telling a story I I just look at that and I'm just like that is all I can ask for that's it in terms of career more than a you know we'd all love a a little award on our shelf but that is what we do it for we don't do it yeah awards we do it exactly we do it to make people feel stories and yeah take them away you know we're not I mean by no means are we 
you know, movie stars, but we do affect people and people do come and see the shows and, yeah. you know, whether it's I want one to... or a hundred people. Yeah. yeah. I want to make either that one person or, you know, as many people as I can feel seen, feel represented, feel connected because connection is what it's all about. Like, it's all about, you know, hearing people and, and, and understanding and knowing that we're not alone. Mm. And that's why I love what we do so much is because we get to tell those stories. Yeah. You know, it's the best. And in whatever, in whatever way, in like a kind of bubblegum hairspray way, which still has a really important message Mm. or like a serious play, like we get to represent those people and, and know that we're connected and we're in it together. Yeah. And we get to, we get to do it through Katy Perry, Britney Spears, and Ariana Grande. Mom, hey! I mean, what hey. have you got better? Um, yeah, exactly. I love that. So yeah, self fulfillment and striving towards that happy life is just as much yeah. an important goal as anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mr. Olivia, if you are listening, we would. Yeah, we'll still be I mean, very I would grateful. Just love one of my toilet. <laughs> just want one in my toilet so bad. On your toilet. Yeah, because then when people go in, they'll be like, oh. I love that. Actually, you know, um, Jade Thurwell from Little Mix. Yeah. She has, I was watching a uh, radio interview of her and she was on Zoom and she was doing a house tour and she had all her like albums and pictures. She was like, so now whenever people go and use the loo, they can see all my success. <laughs> I was like, that's brilliant. Why are you I mean, me? that's just brilliant. <laughs> I'm 100, 100% going to do that. Yeah. When we get all those awards, darling, I'll see you there. Of course, darling. Okay, um, loved that. Quick fire questions. Are you ready? Yes, ready. What is your go-to meal? Uh, a burger. Love burgers. Burgers and sweet potato fries. Mm. That's my favourite. Honest burgers. Not bur- maybe my go-to every day, but my bur- favourite. No, honest burgers you like, isn't it? I love an honest burger. Love an honest burger. Um, what is your dream festival lineup? Uh, let's say like three acts. Anyone I want. Anyone you want, dead or alive. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have to have Curtis Mayfly. If you don't know who he is, check out Superfly. It's the funkiest song in the entire world. Lauren Hill. Yeah. And oh my god, oh my god, like the Beatles. Back in the heyday. Oh, I love cute, it. Cute, right? That was a cute so one. So we've got, we got a little bit of everything. Yeah. I'm here <laughs> for that festival. I do need to look up the first one, though. Superflight. Oh, it is my... Okay, it is my pre-audition song. Oh, okay. It That's makes me question. feel confident AF. Okay. I literally put it on. It starts with the bass and bow, bow, bow. And I'm like, I'm walking down the street. I'm like, hey, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um... Oh my god, I've forgotten. Oh my god, it's gone. Oh, if you could have dinner with three people, who would you have? As in Frida Kahlo. Oh yeah, we love Frida. We love Frida. Frida Kahlo, Maya Angelou, and Muhammad Ali. Wow, that would be a dinner. I feel like I would do the least amount of talking. <laughs> I would just be sat there listening like, okay. You would just be there giving them burgers and sweet potato fries. Yeah, I'd be like, more? <laughs> um, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Um, oh. Um, 
so many things. Um, what, what, like, and, like even out of this world, or yeah, why not? Anything. Do you know what? Right now, if I knew I couldn't fail at the job as well, give me prime minister because this shit needs sorting out. <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I'll get the job and I'll nail the job, okay? <laughs> How to explain the world right now with Jocasta Armgill. This shit is sorted <laughs> out. <laughs> it is sorted out, okay? And um, what was the last book you read? The last book I le- read was uh, 1982. Ooh, what's that about? Oh, don't read it right now. It's an oh, absolute... Okay. It's yeah. It's about it's about an alternate world where things go a little bit crazy. Reading it in the pandemic wasn't the best idea, <laughs> but it's right. it's a classic and it's been on my list for ages. So I was like, oh, I'll give that a go. And then I was like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Oh. They're gonna be watching us. Oh my gosh, have you watched years and years? Yeah. Sounds like that a bit. I haven't seen that. Oh, I'll send it to you. It's very good. It's very scary, but it's yeah. good. I kind of like to scare myself Thank sometimes. You. It feels quite. Yeah. It's quite thrilling. I read my first Stephen King last year. That was really scary. (laughs) We love it. Thrill seekers. Um, And last one, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Oh, God, that's so hard. Oh, do you know what? This is probably rubbish, but my mum, whenever I used to, like, fall over or hurt myself, She'd just pick me up and she'd like kind of n- grab me on the shoulder. She'd be like, you're fine. You're going to be all right. Come on. Oh. So maybe j- just that, just like, it's going to be all right. So you're yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 It's not that deep. She's definitely it's like. It's going to be fine. Yeah. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She was always, always like that. And I try and try and take that in, into things. If I'm not going to remember it in five years time, it's not that deep. Just let's move on. Yeah. I love that. I definitely get that vibe from you as well, like at work. Yeah, I hope so. You make me feel good. I hope so. Um, Jocasta, you are the dream. I love you so much. Thank you for coming on and sharing oh, your wisdom. Thank you for having me. I feel like we could do another five episodes, so I might have to get you I back. know, I know. I, I thought we were going to go deep, deep, deep. And actually, I think we just scratched the surface. Yeah, me too. I mean... <laughs> Maybe the 2.0 is deep, but I don't want to keep you for too long. (laughs) Um, Thank you you for having me. Have a lovely day. Bye. Bye. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts, der forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.